okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Our goal here is to build a program that can compete for championships and sustain long-term success. I believe in Nick Casario and the vision he has for our football team, and I see the pieces coming together. I've never seen a more thorough, inclusive, and in-depth process than what Nick just went to search. I've had an extreme amount of respect for Coach Lovey Smith for years. I'd say I have a respect and appreciation for Lovey for who he is and what he's done over the course of his career. I can't thank Cal, Hannah, Miss McNair enough for having the faith in me to lead our great program. Hand in hand, side by side with Nick to get the Texans back where they need to be. Man, y'all can't keep going through coaches over there like y'all go through underwear. Y'all got to stop that. Sometimes divorce is a good thing. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubley. Oh, The Drive is live and in color, and it is a Reaction Monday presented by the great folks at Tarasco's Steak and Seafood. And Clint, as uh, that open by Tyler, I'll be honest with you, I thought you had more. I, I really thought you were going to have more. With this, um, you always push me. You always expect just a little more. I like that. I challenged you on Twitter. I said this better be the best, one of the best opens we've seen. I thought to me you were going to have the sirens when the sirens went off. What a bad omen that was. We now understand when Lovey Smith was introduced, <laughs> the sirens start going off. It wasn't bad, but for this moment, I just expected the top one of the top nine producers in this country in afternoon drive outside of Los Angeles and New York to come through hardcore. and um, I'll, I'll try my very best give not it, to disappoint you tomorrow. I give it an 8. An 8? Uh, I was looking for a 10, though. I was looking. Uh, they typically are, I, I so that's looking, right to looking, expect. I was it. looking for, like, when the Astros clinched or won it all type, type stuff. That allows Tyler a little freedom to get a little freaky with the open. But yeah. uh, I, I thought the way he, the way he, t- he summed it all up with uh, sometimes divorce is good. I think it, that was it, great. That, that was turned great me on part. a bit. That, that turned me part. on a bit. I was looking for that because I knew I knew that was coming. Yeah. My goal is always to turn y'all on with the open. And I know Tyler's hurt because because Tyler is as is, uh, is Michael uh, Irvin so uh, so beautifully said. We're rolling through coaches here in Houston like draws, and uh, Tyler had to put away the David Cullyisms after a year, and now he's going to have to unload all of these loving ones. I have been hurting. I know it. But, Clint, there was a, at the beginning of that, Cal McNair came up and had to go up there and read another prepared statement about how he's happy with the choice they've made at head coach with him and Lovey moving into the future and believing this is the coach that will uh, lead them and, and get them back to their winning ways just in a similar way he did the year before with David Cully. And now he's going to have to do it again. Because he's going to have to, for the third year in a row, make another statement like this, Clint. Four coaches in the last three years, last time that has happened, the most since 1970. Mm. Four coaches in three years, Clint. Lovey's gone. Your thoughts on that? Well, I just, I thought it was the right move. I thought it needed to be done. Um, This organization isn't a place where it can be patient with people. This, This organization isn't in a place where, they, if if they don't have their long term answer in place, um, you know they they've got to they got to move with a sense of urgency and and I just um, I could have seen them because I always thought this was a bridge the gap coach or a bridge the gap situation for for longer than most which would have made it about a three at least a three year bridge the gap, um, 
it's it's been a a, a CF of a two year uh, bridge the gap type deal with David Cully and Lovey Smith. Um, but but I, I'm good I'm good with the move at this point in time. I, I think the firing um, was very justifiable. Uh, you know, you talk about a guy that that's um, that came in hanging his hat on on we're going to run the ball and and we're going to stop the run. They were 31st in run offense, averaging 86 yards a, a game running the ball, uh, and, and they were dead last in stopping the run on defense. Couldn't get that done. He also constantly preached about turning the ball over. They were 31st in in, uh, in turnovers. Damn. Um, the QB situation was an absolute mess. The Burkhead usage, which I know it's Rex Burkhead. I don't want to make too much of that. But but the Rex Burkhead, the fact that the head coach checked off on that in critical situations still baffles me. Um, the way in which he played. Uh, you just read me another article right before we went on air about last year's draft and, and the way in which uh, Derek Stingley was used uh, in this defense, I, I, I think, is is inexcusable. Um, and, and, you, you know, you're talking about a rebuild. If you're going to use, if you're going to draft players and use them the exact opposite of their strengths and just to, to, to make them more well-rounded, then, then this rebuild is going to be a five or six year deal. So look, there's, there's football reasons. Um, and, and those are the ones I'm concerned with right now. I think, I think this was a justifiable move by Cal McNair and, and, uh, and Nick Casario. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the move had to be made. Clint, if they didn't fire Lovey Smith, I would question how serious they are about winning. Yeah, I, agree. I guess not. Now, if they didn't do that, if they said, "All right, man, we're going to roll another year," to me, like right now, I'm at the space of they just they just make really bad choices. Yeah, repeatedly, but they just make really bad choices. And from the owner's standpoint, he he listens to, I think, people. Uh, who also lead him down the road to make uh, bad decisions. That's where I, if they would have kept Lovey, then it I don't have excuse for that anymore. So it had to happen. But Clint, even though it had to happen, like there is going to be uh, some some issues that come with that because their perception now is you're just rocking and rolling two coaches right out of the bat. By the way, two black coaches as yeah. well. That's going to have a, 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 a that's already. Yeah. Uh, going to have another uh, a space of perception, yeah. but you have you fired two coaches two years in a row, and this thing has gotten worse than it was when Bill O'Brien. Well, I talk a lot about dysfunction. I talk a, a lot about uh, incompetence, and I don't believe for one minute that because because to your point about the minority coaches that that's I will I, I had people sending me uh, Stephen A. Smith this morning talking about talking about the 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 race aspect of of what's gone on in Houston in the last two years, and I, I I'll go on record. I I don't think that race had anything to do with why they hired or fired either 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 coach, but the national perception, some of the things that are being said, because they because there's an inability to navigate processes, right competently, you expose yourself to things like this happening. You expose yourself to being raked, you know, drug over the coals. And and so they 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 I, I don't believe that that it's it's fair because I don't believe it's true. However, they've earned they've earned every criticism that they are going to receive now and until they get it right. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it yeah, and and, and that is going to be an issue moving forward as they try to hire a coach. I mean, from the standpoint of 
you just had two one-year coaches yeah. already. That like other coaches aren't going to trust that to begin with, and then that other part is going to get jumped on. Listen, I don't know if it's true. All I know is, like it's a it, it's something that somebody should have had in their mindset when, hey, because I do think they panicked after the Flores stuff happened, and then oh, okay, we can't hire Josh. Like, we can't come off and hire Josh. So I think they did panic and then moved to Lovey. But somebody should have understood, but what if this thing doesn't work out? Like, what if this thing doesn't work out well, and we well, got well, to we gotta do it in a year? But, but show to the point, like, the Josh the Josh even being involved is yes. part of the dysfunction and incompetence I'm talking about. And why they panicked. Right. right. You, you put yourself in the position to have no other option other than Lovey at that point in time, who happened, that's what I'm saying, like who, he just happened to be a black coach. Like if that would have been, a, if you'd had a white defensive coordinator that was willing, you'd have fell, in, you'd have fell on to him regardless of who he was. That, that's my whole deal is like because of your incompetence uh, and, and, and the, the inability to, to just have a damn head coach search, yeah, right? You, 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 you end up looking like boo-boo the fool once again. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that that's what when I say that they they've they've earned even though I again I don't think it's all tr- it's all necessarily fair I don't think it's all necessarily true because I, I can I can give you I can give you really good examples why neither coach deserved another year just from a football perspective um, but at the same time you because of what you did and how you went about it you deserve you deserve the the, the criticism you deserve the ridicule and and you should have seen it coming from a mile away we're doing business like that yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I just – they put themselves in this position right here to get all the blowback. So all of that is going to make it more difficult. Clint, this is something I want anybody listening right now. Listen up right now. Coming up 5.30 right here on Sports Radio 610. 5.30, the owner, Cal McNair and Nick Casario, are going to hold a joint press conference, and we will carry it live right here on Sports Radio 610, 5.30. So make sure you're listening – because this will be live. This is not tape. This is anything. This is Cal McNair, Nick Casario coming in to speak about the situation. And Clint, real quick, because 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 you have been on this being about you. You're like this ain't about Nick anymore for you. You have moved past Nick in terms of them getting out of this hell, this football hell that they're in right now. You have moved to this has got to be at Daniel Cal McNair's feet. This is what Kyle McNair's statement was. Nick Casario and I spoke to Lovey Smith tonight and informed him that we will be moving in a different direction as an organization. I appreciate Coach Smith and his entire family for their contributions over the last two seasons. We are grateful for his leadership and character, and we wish him the best moving forward. While we understand the results have been, haven't been what we hope for, we are committed to building a program that produces long-term sustainable success. Our fans and city deserve a team that they can be proud of. And this is the part right here. I will work alongside Nick Casario throughout the process, and I am confident that we will find the right leader for our football team. So this is this is not, like he put it in there, this is not a situation where Nick has come to the, to the table the last two years that the McNairs and trust me to make the decisions with the football team Clint, it seems like Cal McNair has said, I am going to be making this decision with you. And for a minute, you have been saying this needs to be Cal's show. Now that we're sitting here after he's fired Lovey after yeah. this, how are you feeling about Cal McNair right now? Well, given given we're just literally minutes into this, I, I, it's, I like what I'm seeing from Cal McNair. I, I just, 
I think this is a huge opportunity for Cal McNair to to come into his own, if you will, to turn the tide, if you will. And 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 he's he's got to be fresh out of trust. He he's got to be fresh out of bucks to pass, if you will. Um, there's no more Jack Easterby. There's no more Bill O'Brien, Brian Gain. There's no more. There's no more. You know, other other. Um, minds in the game, decision makers in the game. It's him and Nick Casario. And ultimately, I don't know what Nick Casario is to blame for in terms of the David Culley and the and, and the and the 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 Josh McCown and and the, the two the last two head coach uh searches. I don't know what the percentage is on Nick Casario. But well, I know let this. It go through. Yeah, you either sat on the other side of the table and said this is a good idea and accepted it and let it get that bad or you were the one that were making the decisions. Either way it goes, you're the general manager. It falls it falls in your lap. And 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 look, it may it may very well have been Cal sitting there doing the same thing. I I don't know, but but I know I know that when you're the owner, the buck stops with you, and I know that ultimately, there have been a ton of different decision makers involved and opinions involved, and and ultimately, I'm not sure that Cal McNair's made a decision or 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 stood pat and stood firm and and been heavily involved in interviews and and decisions to this point um and if I'm Cal McNair and and as a Texans fan I want Cal McNair the owner of the football team to to basically assure all of us fans out here that this that at the very I don't care who you hire that, that I don't give a damn who you hire I, I want the process to be competent and and I want Cal McNair to be in lockstep with Nick Casario just like he is in, in this particular statement right here, saying, I will work alongside Nick Casario to make this decision. To hell with all this blind trust. To hell with all that blind trust stuff and, and trust in hiring. You you have shown, Cal has shown that that his his hiring and his trusting of folks is not is not real accurate. It's not real effective. It hadn't paid off for him. Mm. Now, now it, 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 let, let's change course a little bit and, and let Cal um, – be involved and publicly be involved like he is doing now. So if so, if this is a mess, then all of a sudden there, there's no there's no bucks passing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trailer roll and frame text line seven one three five seven two four six ten. And Tyler, you're emotional ass too. Do you you think this is the right move for for Cal McNair? Cal McNair to be involved in the coaching search, not just handing this thing to Nick, but to be involved like he is saying. Do you feel like this is the right move for for Cal McNair? I do. I feel like he needs to be strong-willed with it too. That's the key part for me. Not only be involved, but Green. but kind of put your foot down here, like show show some fire almost. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's time for Cal McNair as the owner of this team, given where they are. What are we? Twenty years into its existence, and how they haven't even sniffed an AFC Championship game, and where they are just currently today as a state of their roster. He's got to get involved, and he's got to do it. In a strong-willed way. See, fellas, I agree with you. I agree with you, and I agree with Cal, and I think this is a better look that Cal to be involved and not just leaving this thing up to Nick, right? You can't just leave it up to Nick anymore. Nope, can't do it. And I think the perceptions of your fan base, you can't just leave it up to Nick anymore with what they've walked down in terms of coaching. And don't, don't also forget, Josh McCown is who they wanted to hire, who they wanted to hire. And oh, that my was, God. That, that was a fiasco on its own. But it scares the hell out of me. I think Kyle McNair should be heavily involved, but it scares the hell out of me. Because, like this, if Jim Crane, like he was heavily involved in hiring Dusty Baker, 
Jim Crane knows baseball really well. Jim Crane has a history of baseball. Cal McNair is not a football person, Clint. And that's what scares me. Cal McNair is not a football person. And I like, when you think to myself, like, I'm going to put the heads together of Cal and Nick Casario to hire the next coach to be the guy yeah. to move us through. Like, I think that's the move, the route it should be, should, should be made. But, but Cal McNair, the best thing for Cal is let me hire the best football person possible and let him do his job. But, man, like, to me, you're old boss. If Jerry Jones said, I want to put my head in to hire a coach, Jerry knows football. Jerry played football. Jerry sat there next to Jimmy Johnson, one of the best coaches of all time. And I, there I, I can see that. Glory hole. When you tell me Cal McNair is going to be involved in picking the coach, it does make me nervous if I'm a Texans fan because he's I, not a football person. But he has to, though. I, I, I'm 100% I'm with you. I, hell, I'm nervous. I, hell, I'm putting it out there all over social media. I'm, I'm nervous. But but I, it's, it's what's got to happen. It's all nervous. I no, mean, the, the, the other guys involved, Unless unless anybody out there thinks that Cal McNair picked up the phone and called Josh McCown and got him involved in last year's head coach search, then 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 I'm I'm wrong. But but um, the guys that he's trusted, including Nick Casario to this point, have either made the decisions or allowed the the, the processes to be what we now know them to be, and it's 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 resulted in David Culley and it's re, and it's resulted in Josh McClown's uh, Josh McClown. Josh McCown, no, 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 no. I like dis- that version no, better. No, no dis- I like Josh. No disrespect to, to, to Josh. I, 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 I enjoyed that. that, that, that that's, a, I think that no was disrespect. your subconscious, man. That was better well, than my slip-up earlier. Well, I mean, it, it's just, it's like the alternative is for the owner to to take ownership and at the very least make sure. So I, I, don't, I don't think, like I hear where you're coming from and I agree with you. But but what I'm what I'm hoping Cal McNair does is just hold hold the decision makers accountable. Like don't let this turn into a clown show. No pun intended. Josh McCown. Don't let it turn into a clown show. It's not a circus show here. Like like it's easy. At least have the, it, at least have it down. Like hey, these are the type of candidates that it, at least need bro, to be walking this, the door. This ain't hard. You, your ass ought to be linked to Sean Payton by, within the next forty eight hours. All you gotta do all you gotta do is call the the, the Saints to to ask permission. You ought to you ought to be linked in some way, shape, or form to Jim Harbaugh. You ought to be at some at some some way, shape, or form. And I'm not, I don't even care if you have interest in these guys. I'm saying you can learn things from from what their plan is with a new quarterback in an offense in a team. You can learn things. These dudes are are long in the tooth. They've done way more than Nick Casario. They've done way more than than Cal McNair. You should be linked to them if if for nothing more than perception. You should be linked to Eric Bieniemy. If, again, if it's for nothing, no more than, than perception, you should Incredible be guy. you should be linked to uh, 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 Gannon. You should be linked to D'Amico. You should be linked to all of these guys. Like, get the list rolling. You should be linked to every single one of them publicly, and it shouldn't be very minimal action. And and three of the four guys are Heinz Ward, Josh McCown, and some guy out in L.A. Chargers that nobody else interviewed. Like that, that, and Doug Peterson and, and Brian Daybowl are two guys right now that have been with with dysfunctional organizations, and they're in the playoffs in year one, and you oh. didn't even interview them. Like it, it can't, it can't be that again. What's the first nineteen minutes? Like it, listen it, to Clint. It, it, it can't be that way again. <gasps> that's not my point. My point with that show is Woo. like that's not Cal McNair knowing football. That's Cal McNair having common sense. That's common sense, Cal, right there.
Your organization cannot go through this process without being linked to the biggest, hottest names. If they aren't, you're going to be the laughing stock once again. We got Josh McClown and Common Sense Cal. That's it right there, baby. <laughs> All right, coming up, the Texans, yes, they absolutely absolutely did trick away the number one pick last, last night. I mean, absolutely did. We'll tell you who you should be mad at. We'll discuss that next. It's a Reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Fourth and 20 at the Colts 28. Mills all alone in the backfield. Here's the snap. Davis looking. He scrambles out to the right. Got to get rid of it. Throws it to the end zone and caught it. Jordan Akins. My goodness. On fourth and 20. Akins with the catch. That one was painful right there. All right, this this is what I want to know right now. See, Clint, we were both in lockstep all last week. Lose. Lose. You got to lose. You got to lose this game. And then as the week continued, and I'm telling you, Matt Eberflus, he continued it in the game. Like, the Bears are going to lose this game. I mean, they they were going to go ahead and lose that sucker. I mean, yeah, they pulled their backup quarterback that, that, that at one point. Boyle fella, the yeah. Boyle. Tim Boyle. Tim I remember, Boyle. I remember him when I was in Green Bay and in, in Green Bay watching <laughs> joint practices. Oh, Tim he, Boyle. I thought he was pretty good. I didn't know he was, was going to take over for the Bears at <laughs> halftime. <laughs> got some time, man. Hey, man, Eberflus said, hey, baby, we're going to get this thing right. Not the Texans, though, baby. Not the Texans. I mean, the third and 13 and old Twinkle Toes over there, Brandon Cooks, able to just lining it up over on the sideline. I just don't you know I couldn't believe it. Listen, Clint, this is my deal. I'm not going to be mad at all at the players because that's not how – that's not any of us are wired, right? Like, you're going to put us on the field. For them, hey, man, I'm showing tape. Like, you know, I, I, I'm showing, I, I'm showing what, I, what I can do. The, hell, the Texans may not want me next year. I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm putting stuff on tape. I, I'm just – I'm just annoyed by mm, – Hey Clint, man, this is the week. This is the week when uh when it's on the line and we're in the red zone and we're gonna start targeting Jordan Akins like we've been saying all year. Yeah. This is the week. This is the week, baby. Two targets, no carries for Rex Burkhead. Just last week, fourth and five, game on the line. Ha ha! Fade route. Rex one on one. This is this is the week that we have a credible plan for a two point conversion. That we're not gonna throw one to Laramie Tunzel as a as an attempt at a two point conversion. No, we got one that really makes sense that gets Jordan naked. Like that's my my thing is, like why didn't y'all just do what y'all do every every Sunday? <laughs> just do what y'all do. Yeah. Game plan. What y'all yeah. game plan? Something every week. you just don't it's, do. it's 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 all it is very difficult to look at that ball game, having watched that ball game. If I'm being completely honest, and and not believe that there was a different, more aggressive approach. Um, like you said, it was it was good to see. I just don't know why you didn't see it when there was nothing to lose in week 15. Why all of a sudden in week 18 do we see this vertical attack uh, from Pep Hamilton that we hadn't seen all year long? I've been asking for two damn years now uh, for for Brandon Cooks to be moved around in a formation, and I'll be damned if Pep, if Pep doesn't put him in the backfield and run him on a seam route out of the running back position. Did he had him lined up t- as a running back? Had him lined up as a running back in the backfield, and he ran a damn seam route. I've been asking for Davis Mills to hold the football. Hell with all that. Don't worry about all them interceptions. I don't worry about all them interceptions. You, you just hold the football and allow some things to unfold down the field and, and, and attack vertically, threaten the defense. 
Hell, Davis Mills all of a sudden decides he's going to do that for four quarters, not just one or two quarters, four quarters. Um, to your point, the, the all of a sudden the disappearance of Rex Burkhead uh, not being such a big part of of what they uh, of what they do, um, it it is de- it is definitely very difficult for me to have watched that game and not see a glaring difference offensively. I didn't get to see the all twenty two to watch defense yet, but but offensively it is very difficult for me to watch that ball game and not think this is um, this is slightly different on several different fronts. I mean, when, when games were on the line in the red zone, who they were targeting. 88 and 13. Yeah. Where in the hell has that been? Well, you, to your point, when you first opened this thing up is, I mean, the, the three guys that scored touchdowns for the Texans, um, hell, all should have been inactive if you're really trying to keep that number one overall pick. Real talk. If that was a priority. I mean, you, Grenard's, Grenard's been fragile all year. You you, you could have canned him on the on the oh, defensive yeah, touchdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? How about it, huh? Cookies you, had that bad you calf. Saved me, you saved me 50 bucks. Jonathan, but damn, of all weeks, <laughs> as Brandon Scott, I can't take credit for that. Brandon Scott, SportsRadio610 dot com on Twitter said, of all the weeks, you have the audacity, the nerve to be healthy this week and get a pick six <laughs> and get a pick six. That's what I said, man. You, we, you have, I, I know you have lost it in here on multiple occasions on two point, uh, two point conversion plays and the things they've run, Goodness. and they come out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one. Gotta have it plays. What's your play? Play. That Where was... the hell is this one? They try to throw em- a ball empty to Laramie. The, empty the backfield. They in a bunch formation. They 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 run a little mesh concept there and and on, and, and all of a sudden Jordan Aiken's wide open. I mean it's it, that that but the frustrating part of it is like that's if you do things in in a in in a it, I mean, like you said, t- take quit trying to get the ball to Rex Burkhead. Quit throwing throwbacks to, to Laramie Tunsil. And you and you do things like teams that are trying to win do, then you get throws in the ocean like that on two point plays a lot of the time. The first time touchdown, they get they get him in the red zone. They get Aikens matched up and just kills that cat on that route. And then easy throw in the ocean to the yep. other. Where has that been? <laughs> where has, where is the targeting of him? And then you talked that? about the defense. I saw Lovey. I saw Lovey blitzing a lot more than I've seen him. I heard Jay Feely come through and say, "Oh boy, there they're like six. Six worst yeah. in the league in terms of, of, of the amount of times they blitz. He's walking everybody up there, sending Christian Harris on the blitz, like letting him go rest the passer. Week week 18, this is the week. That, that's, that's what I want to know. See, me and you, we were lockstep. See, Tyler, I, that's what I want to know. See, Tyler, he was like, oh, I just can't, I can't watch the game and root for him to lose. No, I and I still won't. So you were sitting there in that fourth quarter. No. Like go, no, you were sitting this there. Is oh, what no, I was, yes, you no, were. Right? I was not. Two minute warning. You were sitting there. Come on, Davis. <laughs> I, Come on, there Davis. There is a difference between me wanting like actively heading into a game, the team I'm a fan for is saying, Man, all right, let's get this loss. Let's go for it. But when I saw that team line up for, to go for a two point conversion, something inside of me that I didn't know I don't think I knew it was there. But I got oh, really you was ro- you really was angry. For no, no, no. You was rooting for him. No, I was not. When I saw them line up for two, I lost my mind a little bit. But but you got why though, T? Because T, T because T, they're T, going T for tweeted, the win. T tweeted something that I literally, I literally typed up the tweet and then I, I got sidetracked and I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm not gonna mess with it. And then I saw he tweet, like it's damn near word for word. Yeah, because the very first is, thing that it? I thought of was Week One against the same damn team the Texans were playing yesterday. And them playing completely for a tie. They weren't playing for a win. Lovey said as much. He said sometimes you don't play for the wins. Oh, well, sometimes, you know, a tie. We get this. What's the situation. week you play for? What the hell, man? 
You, and then after yesterday's game, yeah, you, always, you, you play to win the game. Channeling I, is inner Herm Edwards. No, sir. I expected you to be jumping up and down in your man cave, just screaming, Hell yeah, Davis! Throw on your 10 jersey. No. I mean, think about how that unfolded, fellas. You, you, the Texans had the number one overall pick. And, and forget the, the players play hard, coach. Forget all that. Just, just how it unfolded. The Texans are down seven, a little over two minutes left in the ball game. They they convert a fourth and twelve. They convert a fourth and twenty. They they complete a hail mary. Only time all year that, that fourth and tens and and beyond oh. two of them were converted. Oh. They 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 complete a hail mary, which was the fourth and tw- fourth and twenty conversion, and they execute and complete a two point conversion to to fall to the second number two overall draft pick. I mean, I mean it, it just it, it couldn't it, it couldn't it couldn't have unfolded in more of a gut punch way. That's for damn sure. All right, seven one three five seven two four sixteen. Listen, we we are we are we are very interactive, but obviously we don't take phone calls all the time. I want to hear from the people. This feels like a day for the people. Lovey Smith has been relieved of his duties, and now the Texans are going to try to hire a coach for the third straight year. I want to hear from you out there. Seven one three five seven two four sixteen. What is your confidence level that the Texans will actually get the head coach hire right this time? What is your confidence level? We'll discuss that with you coming up next on The Drive. It's a Reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, some days, some days you just got to hear from the people. Uh, sometimes you got to hear from the people and the, uh, stop being a dumpster fire. And, and, and today is one of those days, seven, one, three, five, seven, two, four, six, 10. I want to hear from you. Come on and rocking and rolling. Let's hear the energy. I just want to get your, your thoughts. And, and this is the, this is around the premise. I want to work through at, at Tyler and Clint. Clint, I want to get your, your thoughts first here. Lead the people, your confidence level right now. All right. We got it all the way. Cal McNair said he's going to be involved. Nick Casario is staying on at this point. We'll even hear from them at 5.30 coming up right after we get off the air, so stay tuned for that. Kyle McNair and Nick Casario, joint press conference. What's your confidence level right now that the Texans going to get this thing right? Get, get it, like, define right. Like, uh, get the coach right or just yes. or just navigate the process? The, you know, I'm a big the, process guy. Uh, yes, I, I think they need to do both. But ultimately, like, for this organization, this fan base, like, they, this, this turnaround's got to happen. They got to get yeah. the right guy. Oh man, I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, the confidence, my confidence level, I'd say five. Yeah. I mean, one through ten, five. Um, I, I mean, I, my, look, I mean, in terms, in terms of, I mean, we won't know if the guy's right, even if we think they hire a good, a, a good, you know, candidate. We we won't know if that guy's right. Uh, you know, two or three years into it, possibly. So, I mean, you you know, you unless we're unless we're sitting there like the. The Giants and the Jags. Yeah, I mean, that, ideally, I mean, honestly, the Giants, the Jags, the the the, the Lions. I mean, Lions you're, you're talking about some some teams that have been really dysfunctional, man. That turned this thing in a year. That's that's impressive. And, Cleveland and, did it once. And, and, and I think, yeah, they did it yeah. in a year with Stefanski. I, I think if you hire the right guy and get the right quarterback in here and 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 get some talent around that guy, you can get to eight or nine wins fairly quickly. Um, but but you gotta you gotta get the right guy in here. Um. So yeah, I mean, look, I'd say given what we've watched, I, I would say I'm at a five. Um, my confidence level in terms of the process show is, is a little bit higher today than it was a week yeah. ago. 
I, I think them firing Jack Easterby was a big was a big tale. I mean, I, I think that means something. I think the fact that they did uh, end up making a move with Lovey Smith. I mean, look, if they wanted, if they had kept him, that, that's you know that's their prerogative. But if they are going to fire him, I think the time to do it is immediately. Don't wait a week. Don't let him go through exit exams and and you know drag your feet for a week or two weeks and then and then fire him. I, I um so 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 far uh, they've done and and obviously Cal being as involved as he appears to be through statements. Um, I think I think that that confidence level had, for me has gone up uh, a, a little bit here over the last week or so. But getting a guy right. There's no reason. There's they the last two. There's no reason for us to believe that these guys are gonna are gonna knock this thing out of the park. I hope I'm wrong, but yep. there's no reason to 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 bet on that. Yep. Many people feel like it's gonna be kind of different this time. Pedro, I'll let you kick this thing off. Go ahead, Pedro. What's what, your confidence what? level? They're gonna get this oh, thing right. Oh man. Oh, uh, it's not very high. But hold on, before I get cut off, here's my thought process. Look, I I love that they fired Lovey. Lovey wasn't the guy. The reason my confidence is low is, and this is this is straight from Clint. I, I love it. Uh, Cal, he, he's lacking common sense. Now, just hear me out. Uh, we have all these uh, Patriots, ex-coaches, GMs. Uh, it's it's just different clowns. If you look at the totality since since Cal started allowing all these people to come in, uh, Nick Casario, uh, he named a training camp after himself. He wants to be on the headset. Can Nick Casario really allow a strong alpha head coach? I really do think the answer is going to be no. Um, I, I just I I I, ha- I have uh, I have some trust issues with Cal, and and he, here's the last part of why I'm really struggling with him. We're talking about that he's writing those checks out. I'm not writing a damn check. So this is coming out of his pocket, and he has yet to really start looking at, huh? Are are, are these the people that are actually going to lead me in the right direction? Um, I. I have a little bit more confidence because he was decisive the way he let go of Lovey. All right, I, yeah, I got you, Pedro. First off, I want to be fair to Nick. Nick didn't give himself Camp Casario. I think we did. I think we. Yeah, that was us. That was Sports Radio 16. We gave him Camp Casario. Just fit because uh, he was the face and still is. But well, there, let's be there, honest, it fit, and there wasn't no other name to roll with. You're right. <laughs> I mean, we could have went with Camp Cookie, and how that that would have backfired <laughs> on us. Camp That's Cookie. where they were going to. But there is something. What he said is, it feels like. Like when we watch Doug Peterson, Clint Tyler, Doug Peterson, alpha type of coach. No question. Brian Dable, you watched him, alpha type of coach. Yep. We're looking at guys that turn things around relatively quickly. Dan Campbell, alpha type of coach. No doubt. You know him. Could Nick really work with those guys? I think there's a fair question if Nick is able to have somebody that, like, like, Legit in it right now. Well, I, that I think in in that conversation show, and a lot of people gonna take this negatively and, and yeah, yeah, whatever. But like, I, I question. Like, I wonder if Nick is the alpha. Like, you you gotta have really your owner, your GM, and your head coach. Typically, you'd like to have some degree of alpha in those guys, and and them all be willing. That's the unique. That's the unique part of this, right? Is get all of those guys with a little bit of mess in their neck, and get those guys with 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 with. The, the ability to be an alpha, but but hang your ego at the door and work together, right? You have confidence in yourself and, and you're alpha, so you're okay with other dudes being around that 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 got that got a little something to them. Yeah, the, I think the question, and I know that's not where you're going with, but to me the question is, not only can Nick work with those kind of guys, but is Nick alpha enough to make those kind of decisions, work alongside those kind of guys, 
um, share the room with those kind of guys and still be everything a general manager needs to be. All right, here we go. Brian, let me hear you, man. Brian, how, how confident are you they're going to get this thing right this time? My man Clint, talking about a five out of ten, I'm I'm five percent, man, five percent out of a hundred. I mean, I'm to the point where I'm not even – I don't even think I want the team to stay in the city anymore. I, I mean, they can butt Adams well, this whole process. Up. What's really sad is, you know, you got this owner. The apple don't fall far from the tree, you know. They're making these token hires. They don't know football. I mean, hell, when when Bud moved the team, at least there were a couple of players I'd root for. I remember rooting for Eddie George out of Alcorn and, you know, uh, I mean, wow. Steve McNair out of Alcorn. And, I mean, you know, it was a – who are you going to root for if they leave anyway? I don't care if they leave. Let them leave. I can't go through this every single year. It, the frustration level, Nick Casario, what, I mean, come on, dude. You, you heard, like Clint you heard. tells you all the time, what, what are we doing here? You heard, what are we you doing Brian? here? You heard. I'm hurt. I yeah, mean, I it hurts hurt. deep because what do you root for? And you guys are going, well, if we get this, or and it's nothing against y'all. I mean, y'all are trying to find a silver lining. If we get this guy in here, if we get that. Y'all, it's been, I mean, since this organization started, it's been a bunch of ifs. So that's the that's a sign of insanity, and I've fallen into the same boat. I'm just adrift at sea. I appreciate One. the call, Brian. I, Brian in the Gulf broken. of Mexico, just to drift. He, there's some pain in that. In no, that he's hurt, man. I heard Brian, Brian doesn't want them to leave. Brian doesn't. They're not leaving the city. They're not going to leave. You just want. You just want to be able to go out there and, and root. You want to have some hope. That hope that Davis Mills, Brady Cooks, Lovey Smith, Pep Hamilton drug away from you last night or yesterday. That hope. You just want some hope. Hard, t- hard times in bubble gum. We just chewed our last piece. I- Cal got to get this right, damn yeah, it. We chewed it Friday, I believe. He'll- <laughs> <laughs> a couple times, didn't I? <laughs> Junior, Junior, go ahead. What's your, what's your thoughts? You think going to get this right? Hey, show, hey, Clint, man, it's a little frustrating. I ain't going to lie. I've been a season ticket holder the last 20 years, and to go into NRG and just look at it and be disappointed with my fan base looking at, like, where where are these Houston Texans fans are? I don't know if this organization can go through another loss like this and and lose the fan base. I think tonight's a very important night for everybody to watch this bowl game and watch Max Duggan go at it against the uh, defeated champions of Georgia. And let's see what my, our guy from you know he's from Texas, TCU Hornfrog. See what Max can do. He may throw five touchdowns, and that may be your answer there. But they need the best hope they can get. Thanks for the call, guys. I appreciate the call. Uh, uh, it's uh. Like you said, man, it, it it's it's just it's just frustrating. I think people are frustrated. I mean, we got people who like well, I'm, well, I'm ready we, to leave the city. No, you're not. Well, but we we've just we we've reached a spot show though where where typically I I because I'm I'm a I'm a I guess I'm a little I'm not a very good fan. Maybe maybe I'm just a little lower level fan, a little more, little more uh, mid midline. I kind of keep it keep it. I don't get too high. I don't get too low. I don't overreact to. To decisions, whether it's owners, general managers, coaches, quarterbacks, I, I don't, I don't try, try not to get too up or down about a good game or a bad game. Hey, man, I don't. I, and and usually the first two years I was doing, we the first two bad years here. You, know, you try to talk some people off the ledge, man. I ain't talking. I'm, I'm done talking folks off the ledge. I, I, I'm stand, I, I got my, my toenails are, cre- are, are creeping over the edge with you, man. That's first time I've been accused like, of, of giving a silver lining. On yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I literally my my toes are clamped are clamped over the edge of that damn cliff we're we're, we're standing on. I'm, I've had all I, I mean, I've had all I can stand. I'm proud of you, Tyler. You hadn't lost it. Tyler came in full Texans gear today. Had his hat. First time I've seen Tyler's hair in weeks. 
had his little uh, good hair skull too, hat. Had you, just you, you really, you really. And he wasted. Yeah. And, and, and had it and got his Texas shirt on. I, I just, just got to embrace the pain right now, man. Phil, close us out. I'll, I'll let you jump in here. Phil, you think they're going to get it right this time? Are you talking to me? Yes, Phil. You. All right. I'm Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I sure don't want the football team to go away. Come on, man. We were without a team for like five or six or seven years, and it was not good. But I'm, I I hope they get it right soon so I don't have to hear you guys bitching about it. That's really honestly, man. All, every station, not just you, but everybody's bitching and bitching. What do you think and we should do? Some, what do you think we should do, Phil? Talk about these uh, these I, these uh, uh, seven wins they've had the last two years. <laughs> Rainbows and I sunshine. Yeah, well, like Bill O'Brien says, you know how hard it is to win in the NFL? <laughs> but, I mean, really and truly, if you've been a Bills fan or a Cleveland fan, try 20 or 30 years of it, man. It's Phil, like not, it's not that bad. Hey, Phil, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what's your drink of choice, Phil? If you go into the bar what? right now, what's your drink of choice? Hell no, I don't drink, man. I think so. He I don't, don't drink. drink he ain't, that ain't drink. You stop drinking. That ain't drink. <laughs> I stopped drinking, man, long because I had the cancer, man. I quit uh, all that shit. You don't, you don't know. Glad to hear you're cancer-free, yeah. though, Phil. There we are. Yeah, 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 good to hear you're cancer-free, Phil. Can't curse on the radio, but partner. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I thought he was drunk. Show Phil's got Phil's got drunk. Phil's got uh Phil's feeling himself. Look, he's got <laughs> he's got uh, little Mary Jane. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, I was, was trying to decide: is he a gummy a guy or is he a smoker? <laughs> oh, by, by the, old school. Yeah, by the way he was growling. I think that's. I think he's a smoker. Show said. Show said. Oh no! No, he's got white No, 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 no. He's rolling it. He ain't. He. I mean, no, no. He's he's. He's rolling it in some paper, old Damn, school paper. Show said, All right, "Yeah, Phil, you're on." He said, All right, well, well, "Yeah, I'm Phil." I know Phil. Yeah, oh, I Phil, know. Uh, Phil got a little bit of that. Phil, he got a little bit of that hippie hash. <laughs> he ain't getting no damn black. Do you, bro? Do yeah, you? Man, that, I mean, it still feel like I, I. I hear what you're saying. Still felt like Phil had just <laughs> some whiskey on the rocks next to him. I'm sorry. I maybe I'm off. <laughs> like, thanks, Tyler, for that. All right, coming up, the news of the day. Uh, the Texans, they fired Lovey Smith. We'll let you hear a little bit from Lovey before he was fired yesterday and a big, big game tonight, the national championship game. We'll discuss all of that coming up next on The Drive.